Okay, perfect. First and foremost, oh my goodness, we are finally giving y'all the visuals you've been asking for. Welcome to the Earth is Ghetto podcast, okay, with my amazing co-host, Aaron, the best they, them, pussy out there, child. Get it, get it, get it, get it. Period. They're giving you trade. They're giving you open-minded trade. Show Part-time trade. trade. Part-time okay. trade. Hashtag <laughs> open-minded trade. It's your favorite Bush queen, Aaron, giving you all the tea and all the shade. You already know the fucking vibes. Listen, and of course, my name is Sydney, and we are here to um, give you the Black queer platform that you know you don't have. So let's go ahead and have the conversation that we have been having on stereo for a very long time, and we're finally just going to bring it to the YouTube family. Um, when we talk about Black queer people um, constantly by the rest of the Black community, we are constantly denied. We are told that we are unnatural. We are told that um, homosexuality comes from uh, Europeans, that we have been affected and infected by white people. We've even been told via the Willie Lynch letters, because apparently that's the only book y'all niggas like to read, uh, will say that uh, buck breaking is the reason for homosexuality in, uh, in today. And we just have to... <laughs> really tell the truth about these subjects so that we don't have black queer people hating themselves because they're being indoctrinated by the lies of white supremacy that is being peddled by black straight people. I think it's important for not just black queer people, but black people as a whole to really do more research on the history of African sexuality. Um, to be homophobic is to be an agent of white supremacy. Homophobia, transphobia, colorism, misogyny, all these things came from white supremacy. So you're actually betraying your ancestors when you are homophobic, especially if you are black, being homophobic to another black queer person. Like how can you sit here and say that you're pro-black and then turn around and call the next black queer person a faggot or a sissy or a punk, or et cetera. So I think it's important that we just know our history and realize that it's actually power in being black and queer. It's power in being black and non-binary black and trans because these things these people have existed since the beginning of time and were very much worshipped as well and if we're going back into um africa pre-colonization even the gods that were worshipped have been trans or um homosexual or uh, or just gender fluid honestly obatala was a god that literally could be a man or a woman so I feel like um, it's the lack of information that we're given. And it's also the fact that we have been indoctrinated by um, Christianity, which has basically told us on an everyday level to deny ourselves and that it's okay to suffer here on earth in order to get to heaven later. Um, so I know there was something that you wanted to read and it's honestly something that we're gonna be putting the link in the bio of the video so that everybody can read it. Um, I really want everybody to pay very close attention. Please look at the link, do the research for yourself. Do not let other people tell you who you are. Being black is queer, being queer is African. Absolutely, I got this article from stonewall.org and it talks about African sexuality and the legacy of imported homophobia. It says, 
Prior to European colonization throughout the African continent, we see far different, more relaxed attitudes towards sexual orientation and gender identity. As far back as 2400 BC, tombs have been excavated in ancient Egypt with two men's bodies near Kanum and Kanum Hotep embracing each other as lovers. In addition to their acceptance of same-sex relationships, ancient Egyptians similar to other civilizations at the time not only acknowledge a third gender, but respect it. Many deities such, ooh girl words, many deities were portrayed androgynously and goddesses such as Mut, the goddess of motherhood, and Sekhmet, goddess of war, are often depicted as women with erect penises. For centuries across the African continent, there was a completely different attitude towards sexual and gender identities. Many African countries did not see gender as a binary in the way that their European colonizers did, nor did they correlate anatomy to gender identity. In no African country prior to colonization do we see any persecution of LGBT individuals because of their sexuality, nor any anti-LGBT laws. So how, despite a very relaxed attitude towards homosexuality and gender fluidity for almost all its recorded history, has Africa become one of the most difficult continents to be LGBT? Well, colonization and the spread of fundamentalist Christian attitudes from the British meant that much of Africa lost its previous cultural attitude towards sexual orientation and gender identity and were forced to adopt new values from British colonizers in the 19th and 20th centuries. Homophobia was legally enforced by colonial administrators and Christian missionaries. In 1910, Christians made up about 9% of the population of Sub-Saharan Africa, and then by 2010, the figure had leapt to 63%. Anti-LGBT laws were not only written into constitutions, but also into the minds of many African people. And after the passing of several generations, this has become dogma. While many of the countries under British rule are now independent, the majority who still criminalize homosexuality, including Jamaica and Uganda, have carried over these laws for the from the colonial era. Generations later, many Africans now believe that an anti-gay attitude is one that is part of their culture. So much so that former Zimbabwean president Mugabe labeled homosexuality as a white disease. So what is the future for LGBT rights in Africa? Well, in many countries, despite the legacy of colonization, citizens are taking a more autonomous stance on LGBTQ legislature with the queer communities taking the lead instead of external pressures from the West. Across the world, countries that have improved their LGBT rights records have done so because of the hard work, organizing and leadership of local LGBT groups and communities, and the case of Africa is no different. Enforcing top-down change from the West would do little to change the attitudes of Africans towards homosexuality. This is a struggle that must be led by local LGBT communities who know best what they need and how to fight for it. Girl, if you can't get no better than that, so. So, I want to call the Hoteps into the room. Ooh. I want to call the Divine Feminine, AKA you pick Misha as pussy smelling like house keys bitches into the Israelite, room. Israelites, Moors. All of you, all of you. Black separatists, black nationalists. We talking to you hoes. I want you to listen closely. How can you understand that our religion was stolen but not our sexual identity? Why do you like to pick and choose? 
You love to have the ink on. You love to have it tattooed all over your body. Anytime you're talking to bitches like me, you want to go ahead and spell I-E-Y-E. -E. Right? <laughs> okay? That's what we're... I'm, I'm a Reese's Pieces princess. You know, the, the chocolate, the divine, and all of the other things that are, that are right up inside. It feels like I'm talking to a white guy, straight up. And the way that you fetishize me is weird, but that's another story. So I need you to understand that you cannot pick and choose what you want to talk about in reference to African culture. What Aaron was talking about goes back as far as 2500 BC. We are not new. In fact, it might be that you bitches are new. I feel like sexual fluidity is actually the common construct that we come from, but because of Christianity and your binary rules, you've decided to choose. You decided to choose. And this is why y'all are miserable. <laughs> like I always say, like I feel like a lot of these invisible ass rules, and this is why I will always be so thankful and just so grateful that me being non-binary, this is one of the greatest things I've ever came across. Like I don't have to subscribe to none of this dumb ass shit, none of these rigid ass European gender binaries that was forced on us. Because again, when it comes to the idea of gender, it does not exist. Black people did not have a gender in Africa. We didn't even we didn't know what that shit was. So again, I really want people to ask themselves, question everything and be like, who taught you this? Where did it come from? Because this whole, oh, well, that's just the way it's always been. It's not going to work. You, you're going to have to come up with more than that. <laughs> and I want you to take a moment and explain what non-binary is, because like I said, the hoteps are coming. Um, and I don't feel like having to answer any dumbass questions in the comments because as far as they, they are going to see, they're like, well, this is a mask. They're, they're going to say all kinds. So I just want you to explain that you don't have to dress for the, just, 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 uh, just acknowledge the room. So non-binary, my pronouns are they, them. I'm not trying to hear you don't look like a they, them. I'm not trying to hear, well, you don't dress like my pronouns are they, them. When it comes to non-binaryism, there's gender identity versus gender expression. Sometimes they can intersect, but most of the time it's all about gender identity. When it comes to what I identify as, I do not subscribe to the idea of gender, period. I'm not trying to hear, well, you got on a muscle shirt and you wearing this. That has nothing to do with gender identity. I do not identify when it comes to my state of mind. I don't subscribe to gender. They them. I just, listen, I just I just wanted you to be able to make sure you put it out there because um, listen, I was born in '87. I mean, and I know some old heads may be coming into the room. First of all, I need you to stop using your age as an excuse not to learn things. That's stupid. That's dumb. Can't keep doing that. Oh my god, I'm too old to learn things. Bitch, then die already. Jump off a cliff. You don't deserve to be here no more. If you're not willing to adapt and actually learn some new shit, I don't know Hold what you want. Bears, you hell. Also, do not deserve respect for asking dumbass questions without doing the work yourself. You cannot talk to white people and say, I don't want to do the emotional labor for you. And while you ask me dumbass questions because I want to enjoy my black ass life, guess what? We want to enjoy our black ass gay life. And we don't have to do the emotional labor to dress for you, to make things more understanding for you. It doesn't matter. I am whatever it is I say I am. You know, you worship that hip hop. Listen to that one line and just take it into consideration. Sorry. 
I'm done. <laughs> and I also want to say, uh, I'm not trying to hear any of, oh, well, I like that you don't dress and you don't be doing too much and you don't be putting on the makeup. Now that you said that, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it just because you said that. Don't get it twisted because I can switch it up on you hoes in a heartbeat. I do what I want. It's just when I'm in my home, I'm more laid back. But bitch, when I put you out in these streets, I'm a bad bitch. Please, please don't get it twisted. Please don't make nobody twerk on your face right now just so they can prove something. Don't do it. Don't do Girl, it. Girl, listen. Do you play back don't that ass it. up, it's over for all you hoes. <laughs> I have to move out the way to pay back the ass up. And Aaron in the room, I'm going to have to move. So you better, you better stop. Um, but like I said, I'm, I, I wanted to make sure that we have this um, conversation specifically because um, a lot of people will go ahead and lean on their ignorance in order to get through these types of conversations. And we've decided to explain it, so now you can't. Mm -hmm. We've done the emotional labor that we're not supposed to do. Don't ask for extras and do not get comfortable. This is the Earth is Ghetto podcast. This is a Black and queer platform. Period. Do you want to explain to them what a hotep is? <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh... A hotep is a man who doesn't realize that they've put blackface on patriarchy. A hotep is a man who has decided, is a black man who has decided that they have no problem completely mirroring the ideologies of white supremacy because they also don't like gays. They also don't think that women are equal. But for some reason, when the whites say it, it's bad. But when we say it, we're trying to build the black family. Mm. You're an idiot. The, yeah, hotepism is basically taking, like you said, white male patriarchy and putting blackface on it. You don't want equality for all black folks. You want basically the same privileges as a white man in the black community. So if you're not a straight black man, you are seen as either less than or a threat to the black community. Black queer black men, straight black men see black queer folks as a threat to the black community and the nuclear black family and all that. And I just want to also say for the black feminine, the divine feminine, y'all bitches who just love to make excuses for every single man out there. I just want to say this is how you sound. <laughs> Why would you? I use my own air for me to breathe oxygen. I breathe oxygen only for the black man. How are we supposed to keep this family together if I'm not breathing for everyone? Just because he decided to go get a new family, you decide to be upset because he stepped out on you. But did you notice when he was unhappy? Okay. Girl. Again, and it all comes down to this um this book that people want to subscribe to that think was made for black folk. This is so ghetto. I'm trying, I'm trying to my charge a child. Welcome to Earth is Ghetto Podcast. Listen, it's going to get a little ghetto sometimes. But honestly, I feel like we, I, one of the biggest things that I wanted to make sure that we put out there, and we will have another conversation about Black queer people in Christianity. Maybe that'll be the next video that we decide to put out there um, while we all talk about our experiences. But we also can't have this conversation without talking about um, Christianity and how it has affected the, the perpetuation of the torture of Black queer folks. Absolutely, girl. I keep telling Black folks they don't like when I say it, but Christianity was not made for us. It is holding us back and it is making us soft and it is making us evil as well. Girl, y'all be using that book to kick out your own Black queer kids out your house. 
I was one of them. So again, I'm not trying to hear, oh, well, it's all about, we just don't like the sand, but we love y'all. No, y'all don't. Oh my God. I cannot tell you how much I hate to hear the love, the sinner, but not the sin. Nigga, you don't like me. Why do you want to go add extra words onto you just not liking me? That doesn't make any fucking sense. And this is why I'm always going to say that I would, I love overt racism versus microaggressions. Exactly. I'm sorry. The, 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 micro, the, the microaggressive shit, when you go off 12 or 15 microaggressions later, people looking at you like you're crazy. Now they call the cops and you're on a fucking t-shirt. When it's overt racism, at least they can understand why you got so angry in the first place. So I'm sorry I have to compare it to Christianity because you guys have a very microaggressive culture, period. You guys want to spew all of your hate and then use poetry and the Bible to make it sound better. Mm -hmm. It doesn't make no sense. But um, at the end of the day, um, I'm very glad that we were able to go ahead and have this conversation. We are going to continue to have these conversations. I cannot wait to go ahead and edit and upload this. Um, I know, especially from the title that I'm gonna put on, we're gonna get some upset people, but it's okay. It'll be okay. Um, they'll be fine. Everybody everybody will get up and I will still orgasm tomorrow. So everybody's going <laughs> to be fine. I'm still uh, going to see somebody's face at the end of the day. Do so. you see how it doesn't affect <laughs> us? Okay, cool. Um, stay mad. Um, but also for the black queer people that are coming to watch this video for the first time, I just wanna let you know that you are loved that we are your arsenal, that being queer is African, and I don't care what they look like, they cannot take your blackness from you, period. Period. All right, this was the first visual episode of the Earth is Ghetto podcast, so I can't wait to go ahead and upload it. Um, please go ahead and look for us on stereo. We are on, um, our podcast is on every single platform there is out there, except for Apple. We working on it. <laughs> and we're going to see you in the next one. Bye. <laughs>